We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Press Coverage with Marlia Campbell. Hear from sports players and coaches as they get ready for game day. The top storylines and headlines people are talking about, straight from the people they're talking about. Press Coverage is proudly sponsored by 360 Vodka, a holiday distillery favorite. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything from the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. And now, let's go to Marlia to get all the latest on the Chiefs' upcoming game. What's up, everyone? Welcome into another episode of Press Coverage. Uh, in the spirit of the playoffs and shaking everything up format-wise, we're going to do that on the show this week by going through some old takes from the preseason. I deep-dived the dangerous world of Twitter. And uh, we got some good ones today. So happy to have friends on the show today. We got BJ Kissel and Tucker Franklin. Guys, thanks for uh, for hopping on. This is fun. I'm nervous. These are bad. I know I know you've seen some of them. They're not good. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Marley, when you sent me this list of, of takes and these uh, list of uh, repeat offenders, honestly, it's, yeah. a, it's a list yeah. of repeat offenders that we have here. Um, some I've seen, some I haven't seen. It, it's, it was quite an offseason this year for Kansas City Chiefs fans, and it's going to be quite a, a postseason here for Kansas City Chiefs fans. So I'm excited to dive in and, and react to some of these preseason takes. I see this show as kind of like the jumping off point for everyone to show us their receipts because Chiefs mm-hmm. fans are very good at keeping receipts. These are just a few. There were a lot of them, and these were just a few. So I'm excited to, to get into these and to, to highlight some really, really bad takes that Chiefs fans were very upset about back when they happened and um, yeah, have proven to uh, vindicate a lot of Chiefs fans that were saying this is not going to happen and we believe in our people. And that's what we've seen so far this year. Yeah, that makes me wish I would have gone through my camera roll back in like August because it's been the last couple seasons where the Chiefs do nothing to make you think they aren't going to have another year like we're seeing right now. Yet those takes still come anyway. So, uh, (laughs) Tucker, what do we got first? First one, this one comes from uh, Will Compton, Bustin' with the Boys podcast. I like it. I enjoy that conversation. They just had Josh Dobbs on the other day. Uh, good conversation. But this was from the preseason, obviously. Uh, now, fair warning, if you know the Bustin' with the Boys podcast, they're not the cleanest podcast in the world. So if you got the kiddos around, there are a couple F-bombs dropped in here. Um, maybe some FUs to a couple people. But this one's from Will Compton, preseason. This is what he had to say about the Kansas City Chiefs. 
my hot take of the NFL season. The Chiefs are not making the playoffs. Raiders are going to win. Chargers are going to get in as well in that wild card spot because I think the Chargers are going to be nice. I also think the Broncos are pretty fucking good, and I just don't think the Chiefs are making the playoffs this year. That's my hot take of the year. They're not even making the fucking playoffs. Fuck you, Travis Kelsey. Okay, so this one, obvious reasons this made the list. It, it starts bad, and it just keeps getting worse. You think it can't get worse, and he says something about how the Broncos are going to be super good. <laughs> it's like, that's, that one's hard to listen to, and then obviously the end is, is <laughs> dumb. I don't have words for the end, but Tucker, what do you think? I think it's really funny because if you look at the copy of his tweet that he put out, uh, he said, uh, I think someone photoshopped that in there last. I don't remember saying that about Travis Kelsey. Um, (laughs) So that was funny. Him having the Raiders winning it is a good one. Um, I think people really overreacted to the Devonta Adams trade. Um, Obviously an incredible wide receiver. Uh, And I I believe him and Aaron Rodgers, I saw this stat the other day that are on like the all-time receiver in a quarterback touchdown list, which is kind of crazy to think about because it feels like Devonta Adams hasn't been around, you know, really all that long. But I, I do think that people were overreacting to a lot of the moves. Russell Wilson was a big one that people were overreacting to, and, and they forgot about the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and it seems to be a common theme. I can't get over the Travis Kelsey comment at the end. Like, <laughs> is he joking, or is that like his guy, and he's just kind of playing around? Like, I need some backstory on this. Yeah, it just came out of left field completely. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked about this before. I know we talked about it on on uh, Fox Football earlier this season. I thought the AFC West would be better than it was, but these takes are just outlandish. Wasn't it Kent that tweeted uh, how much money the AFC West spent and this thing's over by Thanksgiving? Yeah. It's been uh, – we have more of these coming. They're not – they're aging badly. That was an all-time type tweet from yeah. Kent. That was, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Don't think he'll top it, honestly. Um, one of his best ones. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think him and Will Compton do have a, a relationship, so I don't think that the uh, the fu is much of uh, is is uh, Will Compton has been, I think, in the league for nine years. I think he was trying to get back in the league this year, so um, he's been around. I'm sure he has a relationship with Travis Kelsey. I don't think that he, I would like to think that he wouldn't just throw that out there if he didn't know Travis Kelsey. <laughs> feel like it would make the rounds a lot more had it been a serious kind of thing (laughs) it's like wait a second like what's going on here but uh but yeah you don't you don't hear that at often so wouldn't be entirely surprised to uh find out that they're boys so it's kind of funny these playing it off now acting like no i didn't say that i don't know where this came from (laughs) those ai bots can really lifelike right they're getting creative yeah (laughs) all right are we ready for number two Wait for the second one. All right, yep. this is this is going to run a, on a, on a little bit of a streak that we got going here of uh, Bart Scott. Bart Scott is making our uh, we're 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 hitting the Bart Scott run right here. Um, this is the first clip, and I think this is probably the clip that he's most known for in Chiefs Kingdom. So here's what he had to say in the preseason. Got to suggest what might happen. Well, this is a repeat uh, statement that I've said, but I said that I don't believe that the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. I said it to McCole Harmon. Listen, you can't be one-sided. Within their division, they're the only team that is front-loaded on the offensive side of the ball. Every team has closed the gap. You look at the, co- the, the discrepancy in quarterbacks. You can't say Russell Wilson's that far from Patrick Mahomes. You can't say Justin Herbert's that far. But when you look at the comparing the defenses, it, the, the other defenses in this league is miles ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to pay the price. So, uh, just stop. One Go second. ahead. My first of the season. We just got Bart Scott is high. <laughs> Already started. So a lot of nuggets to pick out of that one. One of them I didn't catch the first time was he said he told McCole Hardman that. I would have I would kill to hear that conversation. Uh two, my second favorite part of that was saying that Russell Wilson was in the uh 
same breath as Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, he's had a terrible season. I know a lot of us thought he was going to have a better year than he did, but uh, man, that's one of those that you look back on. And uh, I think every single bullet point was wrong. It's so good uh, because I think what it makes it better is Jeff Saturday, Colts head coach right now, is there <laughs> saying like that that's not right. Uh, that's I think what makes it even funnier, he, him calling uh, Bart Scott high for saying, uh, you know, I don't think that there's a very far of a discrepancy between these quarterbacks. And yeah, there was. Uh, there still is. Uh, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> reminded them this year. I loved it for the video for people who haven't seen it. Jeff Saturday's look as Bart Scott is talking is just kills me every time. Cause he's sitting there shaking his head. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I understand media has to try to be different and say things, but Bart Scott, there's something there with Andy Reed or something in history. Cause he has been so against the chiefs every step of the way. But I just love the fact that he says you can't be front loaded. You can't be top heavy and all of these things. And the chiefs went out and had like, nine receivers have more than 250 yards receiving yeah. like Justin Watson and these guys that your fifth receivers that in the, in the past, you know, guys like, and they're good special teams players. Don't get me wrong, but guys like Marcus Kemp uh, and those kinds of guys that were really good special teamers is your fifth, sixth wide receivers, but you never saw Marcus Kemp go out there and make the plays that we've seen Justin Watson making on the offensive side of the ball. So that part of it makes me laugh because it had nothing to do with the talent. It, Guys like Patrick Mahomes, they raise the talent of the guys who are around them. It doesn't matter as long as they're in the right spot and they can run the routes and they're going to be open because of all the attention that Travis Kelsey right. and now Juju and Jarek McKinnon is going to start getting. Like It's going to free up something for everybody. And Patrick Mahomes, to his credit, and what a lot of people outside of Kansas City never seemed to realize, regardless of the fact that a lot of people that were around him talked about it so much, his ability to read a defense and go, with the, go to – wherever the defense is dictating he should go with it has always been much better than he got credit for because we've been so caught up in the highlights and the crazy plays and all those things. And in some ways they probably did force the ball a little bit to Tyree kill in the past because you have the most explosive player to ever step between the white lines on a football field on your team. You want to get him the football and make easy plays and ways to creative tr creatively try to get him in space. So the, the lack of the being top heavy and the lack of depth makes me laugh. I do think the McCall Hardman thing, I think McCall Hardman was a guest on their show and that's where they go back. And McCall Hardman was basically saying like, I hope we see more man coverage. Like I hope they press me and all those things that we hadn't seen in the past. Um, we actually saw that early in the year. We saw a lot more man coverage oh. than the chiefs had seen in a while. Um, but yeah, I won't be the last Bart Scott comment on this show. So we can just save for the rest. A great segue into our next one. Yeah, this is a clip number two. Bart, at the beginning of that clip, uh, said that this he was saying a repeat statement. I believe this was the first time. Uh, this second clip is the first time that he said this statement. It was, I believe, on Get Up, uh, and he he basically set it up and laid out this whole argument of why he doesn't think that the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs again. And here's what he had to say. What do you think about the Kansas City Chiefs this year? I mean, I think they're going to take a step back. I think this is kind of a reset year for them. I playoffs. I don't think they make the playoffs at all. Uh, I mean, and I'm not even trying to be like tongue in cheek. I'm not trying to be like hot takey. I just look at the division. Now look at the quarterbacks within that division. It's no fear of Patrick Mahomes. Last year, if they're if the, if the Chargers defense wasn't so bad, they should have beat him twice. They always have a drag out fight with the Raiders. And now you have Russell Wilson and he's saying, let's ride. Let's see if the Broncos will follow him. And you look at their off season, off schedule play, because they finished first, they're going to play the best teams in the divisions that the other teams don't have to so it's too easy win for those other what do you think jeff did, did andy Reid retire that, that's what i was just wondering i, I think okay. i think well, I, andy Reid got fired for a reason about a long time ago oh, in philadelphia oh, 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 you've gone too far yeah. you were doing good yes. 
you. Okay. Andy Reid doesn't miss the playoffs, my man. He okay. does not miss the playoffs. Okay. Uh, update. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a, a, a good way to come out of that. Uh, Broncos country did not ride. They did not ride nope. Russell Wilson. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, about the let's ride let's see if they follow him they followed yeah. him off the cliff they did not yeah they <laughs> like, did i guess they coach did. got fired i'm wrong uh god and then uh, what you said earlier bj about the the vendetta against andy reed is when you just look at his track record that take just makes no sense to me i yeah i i just i get the outlandish like she's not gonna make the playoffs i don't get it but i understand that like fun conversation starter on a show like that but to you know, dis Andy Reid's career to me is is I don't understand. It's wild. Um, it's just one of those things where you know, because you mentioned there has to be something there because no one else at that, everyone else at the table was like, all right, that's that's like a little that's far out there. Jeff Saturday was like, no, like I'm not one. And so the way that Mike Greenberg was like, you were doing so good. It's almost like before they started, Bart Scott told them all why he does not like Andy Reid. And he's like, I'll try to hold it together. And then it just blurted yeah, out. He got yeah. fired for a reason. Like he's one of the three or four winningest coaches in NFL history. Uh, and when it's all said and done, as long as he keeps coaching with Patrick Mahomes, he's going to have a lot of Super Bowls. So uh, historically bad take that there are plenty of receipts on. But that's the one that I remembered the most. But I forgot about the... <laughs> the let's ride let's see if they'll follow him on russell wilson that that's also an all-time that's a that's a good clip right there save that one <laughs> yeah. all right well before we get into uh the next bart scott clip because we're gonna end up bart scott uh the third <laughs> yeah. time because he he wouldn't stop dissing on the chiefs i've got to tell you about our friends at DraftKings sportsbook and the nfl playoff fixtures locked in and you guys know my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl and to kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet on the NFL playoffs anywhere else? I love the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Love their lines. And as a Chiefs fan this weekend, just get to kick up and, and get to spend a whole weekend on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Like You couldn't ask for anything better. Here's what you got to do. You got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KCSN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City. KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right. Here's the third clip that we have of Bart Scott. This one comes from uh, Diana Rossini, who had to step in. She had to step in off the screen and and, and talk about talk to Bart Scott about what his uh, what his I think top five teams in the AFC were. So here's here's that interaction. And the top five in the AFC. Like each other because we fight a lot. I just hate your taste. You hate my taste. Because there's two teams here that you're missing. First of all, the Chiefs. They are the okay, only okay, team. They they're the only team besides the Patriots that's had a top ten defense the last three seasons. Okay? You, you, you think that defense is going to be top ten? Yeah, the Honey Badgers no longer. It, it's okay. That, were this, was that defense exposed in the playoffs? Did I not watch Kansas City yeah, have a receiver go for two, three hundred yards? <laughs> the so last there, I yeah. checked, too, Derrick Henry still plays in Tennessee, and they were the number one team in the AFC without him when he was in play. That's true. How do you miss the Tennessee Titans in here? Have you seen have, Ryan Tannehill? Who now is going to have consistency? I didn't hear you say. I didn't hear you say anything about coaching. Nothing. Nothing Ooh. at all about coaching. Okay. You, got like, you got a first-year head coach yep. on the list. Andy yeah, Reid, it. Like, it seems like every year he's playing in a conference championship game. It doesn't matter where he is. So defense I, is optional, right? Does defense not matter? Well, was that team not exposed by the Bengals? 38 a day. Team, was that team not exposed by the Bills? Has Mike Grable had a losing season yet? No. I think what we've learned Has here. he figured out how to make that team really good when their roster isn't even that okay, exceptional? They got Ryan yes. Tannehill, and they, and they doubled down they on They have Ryan and Tannehill, now, and, now and have, they still go as far as they now do. Now they have Matty Ice. I think what we've I learned think, here is what we said at the beginning, that the AFC right. has too many I'm teams. Right. All right, so, right. so wait, so this is five. So there's seven teams that make the playoffs. So who yeah. do you got? The Chiefs must be a wild card then. No, I got the I got the Colts because the Colts are going to win the division. You disagree with me over there. You're you got not, your I Boston Colts brother. Listen, He's Colts the guy who anoints teams like, in March. That's you, what he does. And I, I'm always right. And the so, Baltimore, Ravens Baltimore Ravens always figure a way. Always figure a way. The Broncos will win the division, huh? Yeah, I Broncos. got the Broncos winning the division. Listen, we, we how, how have we not said that the that the Denver Broncos was a quarterback away? There's a lot. No, of, but like, did we not say that? Is that not what we said? Still, Continuity has got to count for something. Oh man, come on! We just watched Matthew Stafford go over there. How about that continuity? Somewhere, but he was the only new piece. Somewhere, like a new head coach, Patrick, new Mahomes, quarterback, and Andy Reid. Clip this. Because shuffling. I, at this list. We will clip it. We'll show it. This. If this happens, because, we'll run it back. And last if it doesn't, last we'll probably run it back anyway. Me. Okay. Clip <laughs> this. Also, I love viewers or listeners can't see this, but we keep coming out of these clips to your guys' just faces, and it's amazing every single time. Uh, okay, so again, we don't have video on this, so I, I wanted to read Bart Scott's top AFC teams in 2022. And you know when you watch March Madness and uh, – you have like a little kid pick a bracket based on like favorite colors or like mm-hmm. that's, that's like the energy that this gives me. Okay, <laughs> here we go. We got number one, the Bengals. All right, number two, the Bills. Okay, number three, the Chargers. Number four, the Browns. 
And number five, the Broncos. Chiefs did not make us top five. Okay, we go into his AFC, AFC playoff teams. Division winners, Bengals, Broncos, Bills, Colts, wild card picks, Browns, Chargers, Ravens. The Chiefs did not make that list. I'm just thinking about that now. He had the Broncos as number five, the Chargers at number three, but, but the Broncos winning the division. Yeah, That's like the one time that they asked Stephen A. Smith who was going to score more points in the game, and he said Raiders, but who's going to win? He said Chargers. That's <laughs> um, like that situation. Um, no, I, that is it, – it's a wild list, and I think Diana Rustini actually makes a really good point about the Titans preseason too. Like they were the number one seed, um, and they didn't yeah. have Derrick Henry when that all came out. So – I think that that was a very good uh, point in hindsight. Now, you know, they had injuries to Ryan Tannehill, everything like that with the Titans, but this is the Titans podcast. Um, I, but yeah, not having there. And Matt Hasselbeck makes a really good point about, you know, continuity and Bart Scott tries to throw. Well, Matt Stafford was on the Rams last year and they won the Super Bowl. And, and Matt Hasselbeck's like, you, you're missing the point. You're actively <laughs> missing the point at this point. And that seems like a common theme with Bart Scott. That was the best part is he tries like continuity, like, it's almost like he said, no one likes being around Russell Wilson. Like, this is not going yeah. to work. <laughs> like, yeah. he, if you go back and watch the video, like his face is like, I don't want to say it, but there's a lot here. And shout out to Diana Rossini, because you don't see a lot of media people necessarily call people out. And like, it was playful and respectful, but she's basically like, you're out to lunch here. Like, what are you talking about with these rankings? And then he got all fired up and started yelling, clip this, uh, which <laughs> that's something. We did. That's something I I want to clip it right now and post it on KCSN and be like, you told everybody to clip this, so we <laughs> clipped it. That one I hadn't seen. That that was that's a good one right there. Yeah, there's a uh, one more Bart Scott one. This one came, I believe, in the middle of the season. This was uh, prior to the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers matchup. Um, and to be fair, there were a lot of uh, questions swirling around about this Chiefs team prior to this matchup. Um, yep. And this is what he had to say about the, the Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and the Buccaneers. I mean, you talk about the goat versus the boat, right? But you go down, you break it down. Who put the blueprint on how to stop the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah. That would be that the Tampa Bay Tom defense, Brady the right? Bowl. So yeah. now they're facing for the first time since the Super Bowl. But yeah. Something's missing. Something big is missing. Tyreek Hill and his ability to dictate coverage is missing. So now this team is much easier to handle. We watched we watch Levante David and, and Devin White shut down Travis Kelsey, the linebackers. Who do you waste your best cover guy on now? Juju Smith-Schuster? He can't get open. You saw in the first week when they played the Chargers, they were flat-footing. They were sitting at the sticks because there was no fear of the ball going over their head. Now you look at the defense of the Kansas City Chiefs, and you talk about Tom Brady, he's, he's willing and capable of killing you death by a thousand paper cuts. This defense is maybe a little better than it's been, but it's not great. It doesn't have the honey badger. It doesn't have big difference makers. Yes, Chris Jones is a hell of a player, but Tom Brady has seen the likes of him. I tell you what, this is not even going to be close in my opinion. I think that this Tampa Bay defense dominates the Kansas City Chiefs. They struggled to put points up last week, and I know it was sloppy. I know they didn't have a kicker, but they struggled to put up points last week against the Colts, who doesn't have um, um, Shaquille um, Leonard. So now you talk about this defense is better than it was a couple of seasons ago, and I think they shut them down, and I shut them down easy. 
So of all of the takes we played, I understand this one the most. I get where he's coming from. The Chiefs had just lost to the Colts 20 to 17. I will say, though, that the Bucs, I think at that point in the season, were like the second lowest scoring or maybe the lowest scoring team in the league. So I'm a little bit confused where he said this one's not going to be close and kind of kept harping on the Chiefs defense. Uh, and if you don't remember the score of that one, 41-31 Chiefs. Uh, again, one of those that didn't age well, but looking at the Chiefs at that time in the season, I can play devil's advocate and say I get parts of that, but obviously it didn't age well. For sure. And if you look at Patrick Mahomes' stat line in that game, too, 23 for 37, 249 yards, three touchdowns, a pick. Travis Kelsey's in her, uh, stat line because he said that they can just lock Travis Kelsey down with Levante David. Uh, nine catches for 92 yards and a tutty. Um, so uh, had a pretty good day at the office. Like, that's not Patrick Mahomes' best day. That's not Travis Kelsey's best day. But it's still pretty pretty solid day uh, for those guys. And that game uh, was a comfortable game, if I remember uh, correctly. We weren't really stressing all the way through that game. I think the final score looked a little bit closer than it was. But, yeah, I, it's, it's fun to, to look back at that and, and hear Bart Scott say they can lock up. They, they got the blueprint on how to beat Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if there is a blueprint. I really don't. You know, you yeah. know what the blueprint was? Is Have the entire Chiefs offensive line not playing <laughs> that game. That was yeah. the blueprint. It's just right. injure all of the players up front and not give Patrick Mahomes time to do anything. Uh, but, yeah, the – the Bucks defense definitely did. I, I laugh, Marlia, because I, I agree with you. This was one of those games on the Fox football pregame show that we do together uh, with Kendall Gammon and company that was like, don't expect this to be a get right game from the yeah. Chiefs offense. This is going to be step by step. This was the week after the loss to the Colts. And so like nobody was feeling great. We were trashing the, the special teams and all of their gas, whether it's field goals, the, the punt return stuff, like all of those issues. Don't expect this to be a get right game. And the Chiefs offense goes out and just lights it up. I'm talking about the defense not being very good. The Bucks had three yards rushing in that game. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Three <laughs> yeah. yards rushing. So, yeah, just, just more bad takes after bad takes. But at least we're seeing some consistency. He really yeah. likes Tyron Matthew. And I like Tyron Matthew, but uh, big Tyron Matthew fan. Uh, but then Juju can't get open and uh, just a lot of, yeah, we could just really splice this thing up into a whole, like, one real compact hot take video for for Bart Scott because very very wrong a sizzle reel if you will um you could call that uh, oh, there's a couple Chief, sorry the Chiefs had 189 yards rushing in that game Jeez. against Levante White or Levante David and Devin White let's put them together Levante White um <laughs> so we've got a couple screenshots uh of tweets of TV programs that we want to share first one uh, this one comes from Ryan O'Halloran. Did I say that right, BJ? Uh, Ryan O'Halloran. Yep. Okay. But it's a since this is audio, we'll read the tweet to you since you guys yes. can't see it. It is a. Uh, I'll verbally describe the picture as well. It is a picture. It looks like at the introductory press conference of Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. They've got the Broncos helmets in front of them. They're sitting in front of the you know the Broncos typical backdrop that they got. They got the mics in front of them, and he tweets Nate and Russ. The Chiefs are so screwed. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, ugh. I don't, I don't know if I would have at the time when we thought Russell Wilson was going to have a much better season, I still wouldn't have stood by that, but goodness gracious, looking back on that, obviously Nathaniel Hackett gone after year one, Russell Wilson, the worst season of his career. I mean, that's one of those that I'm, I'm surprised is still up, but respect for uh, standing by those takes. I think it's cool when people don't delete those when those don't age well. Surprised me because Brian O'Halloran's a beat writer. 
Yeah. Ryan Halloran is not a fan that does that puts funny, sarcastic kind of tweets out there. He's very much uh, a traditional beat writer in that kind of way. And so I didn't see this tweet until the receipts came back up. So at some point during the season, uh, I had never saw that. And it, it caught me off guard. And I thought it was Photoshopped originally until mm. looked it up and saw that it wasn't. Uh, but not what I'd expect uh, from somebody. I think he covered the Jags for a while, covered the Broncos. And I think he now covers the Bills. He's been around. Uh, but more of a beat writer than a fan. And that's more of a fan type tweet. So yeah. um, maybe it was a lesson learned. Keep those, uh, keep those takes in the in the back pocket. Um, maybe a lesson that people should learn in general, but you know, clicks engagement, one hell of a drug. And here's another screenshot from a TV program that we got here. Um, is this Adam Shine? Right? Is that how you say his last name? Um, Adam mm-hmm. Shine. Uh, the Chiefs are going to be the last place team in the AFC West. Uh, this is from his segment. Looks like on CBS Sports Network. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, they were the first. <laughs> in the um, so a lot of people. This was a common take. This is this is more common than it probably should have been. Uh, this postseason with the Chiefs uh, should we're going to finish last in, in the division. Yeah, and and to your point from earlier, I mean, this thing was done by Thanksgiving. I mean, we didn't even make it to December. It wasn't even close. And uh, echoing again what you said, I, I've seen this kind of thing a lot in the preseason. I know we were talking about on Fox Football. Um, a lot of people, a lot of quote unquote experts at the chargers winning. And it's like, man, how many years are we going to do this? How many times are the chiefs going to prove that, you know, they, they find a way to get it done. You have your key pieces. I know you lost some, some core parts to that team from last year, but you have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you have Andy Reid. I don't understand not picking them a win. I especially don't understand picking them to lose, but at least, uh, well, I guess we didn't see who we picked to one, but I was going to say, at least he didn't pick the Broncos to win it all. Like, uh, like Bart Scott did. And this is another good example of like how you don't win championships and you don't win games in free agency. I think it's very easy to make the, I'll call it lazy analysis because we all get caught up in it at some level Uh, during free agency. You get excited about what teams are doing. They make these big moves and everybody in the AFC West did make huge moves that now that we see how it played out, I was like, well, we knew this was going to, no, we didn't because you go back the Broncos, they made the trade for Russell Wilson, but they also got Randy Gregory which at the time was like, they have Bradley Chubb. They have Randy Gregory. They have two edge rushers. The Raiders, we talk about Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, but they also signed Chandler Jones, who's one of the best pass rushers in NFL history. He's never gotten the credit. And they have Max Crosby. So it's like, they've got two dudes. And then the Chargers, they signed JC Jackson, but then they traded for Khalil Mack. And it was like, they've got Bosa. They've got Khalil Mack. They've got dudes all over that defense with Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr. So I understand on paper while people make those decisions, but coaching matters more than anyone wants to talk about when free agency is going on. And Andy Reid will get the best out of his players. And you don't have to go any further than we've talked about this this week with what the Chiefs, when looking back at the regular season on the defensive side, did in terms of total sacks as a team. They were dead last in the AFC and now number one in the AFC, going from dead last to best as far as 31 sacks as a team last year, 55 sacks as a team this year. But only of those 55, only 14 and a half of those came from guys who weren't on, on the team last year. All right. Carlos Dunlap had six sacks. George Karloftis had six sacks. Both of them weren't on the team. And then you've got like Trent McDuffie, uh, Justin Reed, each had a sack. And then Brandon Williams had a half sack. So those are the guys that weren't on the roster. They had 11 more sacks this year than they did a previous year from guys who were already on the roster. Development matters. 
getting the guys who are already on your roster and not trying to get everything in free agency to solve all your problems. That stuff matters. Mike Dana having a career year matters. Colin Saunders stepping up, having a career year matters. The biggest move the Chiefs made was Joe Cullen. It was the defensive line coach who came over and him getting the most out of these guys as opposed to just hiring these, call them mercenaries, where you just hire these hired guns from the outside that you think are going to come in and fix all your issues or fix all your problems. And it looks good on paper. It's fun to talk about with headlines and content and engagement, all the stuff we talked about in March. But at the end of the day, you need coaches, you need a philosophy and a structure and a system. And the Chiefs have that. And when you put that with and a generational player like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey and company, like this is going to continue being like this. And I said, I was going to be insufferable. probably not as much as I should be uh, back in March. when I was like, when the chiefs win the division again, with all this crap being talked, like I was going to be insufferable. I'm getting kind of fired up right now. Sorry for <laughs> going on a little rant here, but it, it just validates all the crap that like I get personally, like a lot of shit on just saying like, you're still going to say positive. You're optimistic. It's like, no, I know what it means to like win games and what the process looks like and bringing in talent may help you make a couple of plays. You might spike a win here or there on some of those close games where the chiefs aren't playing well. I know for like the chargers game, the Jalen Watson interception ended up being kind of the difference when they didn't play real well. They hadn't been on the field together a lot, but coaching matters. Development matters. It's just not a fun, sexy thing to talk about. But it matters when you get to actually winning football games and 14 wins. We saw it again. Yeah. Yeah. You saw that all play out. And uh, BJ, by the way, I haven't talked to you since the Raiders win and the uh, Colin Saunders, what could have been. So my heartfelt <sighs> condolences before I let you go. My so, guy. Honestly. Yeah. But it's great to see that. JC George Karloftis. It's when striking distance. I'm, yeah. I'm adding, I'm adding the postseason sacks to his total as a rookie. So it just gets one sack in each of the playoffs. He'll get up there around second. So he's within striking yeah. distance of Derek Thomas's rookie sack record. But, um, but yeah, I think this, I mean, bigger picture, but we've talked about before that draft will go down as one of the best drafts in franchise history, as far as what it's going to set up to have those players at those high value positions between defensive back and pass rusher with George Karloftis will set up the prime of Patrick Mahomes career and financially what the team is going to able to do from a roster composition, what they can do in free agency to bring guys in. Uh, they'll be able to make a couple of moves uh, and, and bring in guys to accentuate what they've already been building. And the rest of the AFC West and all those GMs and owners could just sit around and be like, what now, what do we do? You just yeah. have to draft better and you have to have a better coach, make better decisions and all of that. And that's not easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we could go back. We should do one of these shows where we take our hot takes from the beginning of the year that we're right. Cause we control the content here so we can bury everything else. <laughs> right. Um, but guys, Hey, thank you for coming on the show. Obviously this is all in good fun. These uh, results and I hope folks listen to us, send us your bad takes. Uh, send us other ones that you're saying because, uh, again, these are just kind of indicating to look at at the end of the year. But uh, BJ Tucker, you guys are the best. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.